I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. We're staying with the conversation. Of course, uh, the social spending package, which is now officially the Build Back Better bill because it's been passed as a bill. Uh, It was now uh, working its way across uh, to the Senate side of the nation's capital, where it will sit quietly for over a week on Chuck Schumer's desk. Why? Because everybody's gone. They've already checked out for the Thanksgiving recess. Members have left the building. And so it, it's going to wait. And one of the things that we have to think about, uh, we'll dive into what is actually in it because we know what's in it now. Uh, and that will be subject to change. Again, the Senate can uh, tweak and change some things easily. Other things would have to go back uh, to the House for uh, reconciliation and uh, tidying up. Um, but we, we do know mostly what is in there now. And uh, it's interesting to look at, at what that is and what that really means and, and how the messaging begins uh, as they try to get that passed in the Senate. Uh, members of the House, of course, on the progressive side, uh, want to get this done ASAP uh, because they want to be able to start talking about the benefits that will come out of the package uh, and uh, defend some of the spending and defend some of the things that I'm sure there will be uh, battles back and forth as to how much it really costs, what it means, uh, and how that all plays out as well. Uh, So as you look at what is in that bill, again, if you look at the kind of the top line things, you can say, okay, uh, $380 billion for universal pre-K and child care subsidies, that sounds like a good thing, $190 billion for one-year extension of expanded uh, child tax credit, and $205 billion for a four-week paid leave program. And you can look at all those and say, well, those those sound like good things. Uh, and you have to go beyond that and say, well, what does that actually mean? And uh, when you look at things like uh, child care uh, subsidies, is that going? who's that going to benefit and who's that going to hurt? Uh, one of the things we know it will do is it will raise the cost of child care. And so who does that really help? Who does that hurt? How does that play out? Uh, I think one of the biggest messaging challenges that uh, we're going to see come out of this, again, regardless of where you fall uh, on the scale, uh, the Democrats sold this as getting the wealthy to pay their fair share. So we're going to tax the rich to pay for this. That was clearly uh, their mantra. That was how they were selling how this would be paid for. The reality that we know now in the bill is that the biggest tax cut in this bill goes to the wealthy. And that may seem like a head scratcher. Uh, We've talked about it previously, this uh, what is called the SALT cap that stands for uh, state and local taxes. And currently, you can deduct what you pay in state and local taxes when you file your federal tax return every year. What the Democrats have done in this bill is raise that cap from 
$10,000 a year to $80,000 a year. Now, for most Americans, you're not even going to hit that 10000 cap much. And so you're not going to get much of a benefit uh, for all of that uh, when you file your taxes. I think most projections say that the, the average American household might benefit uh, $40, $40 uh, over five years. Uh, what does that mean for the wealthy? Well, the wealthy buy more things. And so they pay more in sales tax on a wide variety of items. And so for the wealthy, especially the upper wealthy, the top 1%, uh, the benefit they're going to get out of this bill is this going to save them about $68,000. So there is a big, big tax break for the wealthy built into the bill now. Uh, that's an interesting thing. That will be, I guarantee that will be a messaging battle. <laughs> the Democrats will continue to say, we're going to tax the rich to pay for this. And I guarantee you the Republicans are going to say, but you just gave your very wealthy friends and your very wealthy donors in New York, New Jersey, and California a really nice tax break and made it cheaper for them to live in states with really high taxes. Uh, personally, I think those of us in Utah should be frustrated with that. Because uh, we don't have high taxes in state and local. Uh, so basically, we're subsidizing very wealthy people to live in very expensive cities with very high taxes. We're subsidizing that. So we'll save that debate for another day. But I guarantee you're going to hear that from both sides coming out. Uh, we also know in the bill, there uh, the largest portion of the bill, largest portion of the Build Back Better bill, is $570 billion for climate-related provisions. And most of those go directly to subsidies for businesses uh, and for some individuals uh, relating to solar, installing solar panels, those kinds of things. So it's, it's subsidizing some more of the alternative energy sources. Uh, so that's interesting. $570 billion. That's a big chunk of the whole package. Uh, did you also know in this bill uh, there are provisions around immigration? Uh, of course, there's some things around uh, Medicare coverage, but these are very small amounts, $35 billion. Again, comparatively, that's pretty small stuff. Uh, so we're going to dig into that over the next uh, week or two as we get ready for the Senate to take that up. And as we shift our gaze towards the Senate, of course, all eyes are going to go to West Virginia. Senator Joe Manchin, who will be a pivotal player and how the bill finally lands, what gets taken out, what gets put back in, uh, and whether or not it can actually pass. So earlier today, uh, Senator Pat Toomey, Republican from Pennsylvania, who is retiring, by the way, he's not running for re-election in 2022, uh, he gave CNBC some really interesting insight into some of the thinking uh, about how Joe Manchin might be approaching all of this. Take a listen. This is uh, doesn't really tell us all that much, not much that we didn't already know. I guess it does tell us that the so-called moderate Democrats really don't care about the deficit, um, that uh, what really matters to many of them is making sure that they have this big tax cut for very wealthy constituents in high-tax jurisdictions. They, they get those things. Um, and uh, there's just so much fiction in here. You know, look, Senator Manchin's exactly right. The most sensible thing, I mean, not that our Democratic colleagues were taking advice from me, but the most sensible thing for them to do would be 
push this off to the spring. Let's see what inflation looks like. Does this continue to spiral uh, badly as it is now? Do they really want to spend this kind of money? It's going to get determined in the Senate, and then I think the House will pass whatever the Senate produces, if the Senate produces anything. Okay, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, Fascinating stuff from uh, Senator Pat Toomey, who I think is uh, so rational, so reasonable. He is a dollars and cents guy. Uh, I remember watching him in different committee hearings, and the guy's always got a pencil going at it and trying to figure out, is that real? Is that not real? Can we work the math? What does it really mean? Uh, and so he he raised some very important things uh, that obviously are going to be important to people like Joe Manchin and uh, Kristen Sinema from Arizona. Uh, those two senators will really have a lot of sway as this debate begins. But I think the first question is going to be about inflation. Uh, as American citizens continue to feel the pinch of inflation, uh, as they feel that especially over the holidays. So you know, people are buying their things for Thanksgiving dinner. They're starting to get that Christmas shopping done. We'll have Black Friday and Cyber Monday before they even take up the bill. And as the American people start to feel some of that inflation hit them even harder as they're filling up their gas tank to go over the river and through the woods, uh, that's all going to impact uh, how's everybody feeling about this going in. And I guarantee you, Senator Manchin and Senator Cinema are going to be watching that and saying, you know what, maybe we should wait until spring uh, and see if this inflation doesn't cool off a little bit uh, before we actually engage in this. And then, of course, the the big debate in terms of moderates, in terms of debt and deficit spending, uh, is a whole other area that will be fascinating to watch. So, again, the House and Senate are adjourning. Uh, they're going off for their Thanksgiving. When they come back, man, they have a train wreck of things to get done. They've got to get a debt limit. they got to fund the government, a defense bill, and now a Build Back Better bill. Uh, they got a mess to do in about a four-day window. We'll watch it coming up next. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.